Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. It's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through Queen. Honey, that's a workhorse. Yeah. Hey, Brendan. Hello, Daniel. What is going on? There's actually a lot going on. We've got news to chat about. I think first and foremost, we need to get to the Bethany TV deal announcement or the end of the announcement, really. I cannot believe, but I can believe. Okay, let me pick it up from People Magazine that is like pulling quotes from uh, this announcement from her Just Be podcast. So she revealed on Tuesday's episode of her podcast that she ended a business deal with MGM Television and Mark Burnett. She said, I left a very big, high seven-figure contract recently with my partners at MGM and Mark Burnett because I had a good relationship with them, but I didn't want to be locked up. I didn't want to have no freedom in my podcast. Hmm. I didn't want to not be able to do something to date other people business-wise. And I was taking a shot. I don't know that I'll make that money back, but I didn't want to be shackled. So that's not about money. I've left money to make things happen in the future. Uh, Reps for Burnett and MGM did not respond to people's requests for comment. What do you think of... She's almost claiming that like, she did this for the health of her podcast. <laughs> Here's the thing. We do a podcast that is released every week. She does a podcast that is released once a week as well. Mm-hmm. We both have full-time jobs. Yes. <laughs> on top of that. And pretty like healthy and active social lives. And like we also like watch a lot of television, do a lot of other things. I think 
she could have handled both, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess like, like I don't, I don't see how the podcast is going to make her the Mark Burnett MGM money. The seven figures, yeah, yeah. I got my check um, recently. It was not seven <laughs> figures. Oh my god, <laughs> you're sick. Um, yeah, I feel like the reception to just be no not just be <laughs> to, to the big <laughs> shot with bethany was like not probably what anyone really expected right because i mean i think everyone was saying what we were saying there was literally no direction or structure to that show it just mm-hmm. made no sense yeah i there was not even much of a buzz around it I know the only people were talk that were talking about it were gay people on podcasts. Literally. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like a lot of what heads over to HBO slash HBO Max is like the talk of the town. Like everyone's hooing and hollering about the mayor of East Town. I know everyone's talking about mayor. People are talking about hacks. People are talking about uh, what else is on HBO Max. I mean, Veneno was on HBO Max. Veneno. Um, People weren't really talking about it's a sin in the way I wanted them to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like HBO Max is prestige TV. The flight attendant. The flight attendant. It's like stuff that like is critically acclaimed, buzzed about. Yeah. But like the big the big shot with Bethany could have been that. Yeah. It could have been that if they hired a reality TV producer. Which you would think like Mark Burnett would be a reality TV producer. He is like famously like a really successful reality TV producer, but like he, no one was producing anything. Yeah. I wonder if it was just like his name is attached, like he's part of it, but like he's, but I don't think he, he really had his hands on it. Right. You know, she probably wanted a lot. She probably demanded a lot of control in yeah. it. Yeah. And I mean, like, Bethany has a lot of experience in reality TV, obviously. And mm-hmm. I think people gave her a lot of cre- credit. There was like a rumor that she was like a shadow producer of Roni forever. Mm. And I think the big shot of Beth with Bethany kind of proves that Bethany wasn't producing Roni. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Good point. So chances that we see Bethany <laughs> and Dorinda walking hand in hand <laughs> back to Roni together next season. <sighs> I mean, last time something like this happened in terms mm-hmm. of Bethany's talk show getting canceled, her next hop, skip, and a jump was right back over the Brooklyn Bridge to Roni. She came sniffing back. I dream scenario. And hear me out. <laughs> okay. Ramona, Lou, Sonia, Ebony, and Leah are on, and Bershawn are back in the Hamptons mm. at Ramona's house. Okay. Ramona announces that a couple of her girlfriends are coming Stop. over. <laughs> Stop. The car pulls up. Uh, Bethany and Dorinda get out of the car together with all their luggage. And they walk arm's length <laughs> into the house to everyone's surprise. So we were like sidebarring about this earlier today. Like Leah and Bethany, I feel like we'll set each other and the house they are in on fire. I know if Leah and Heather is this like explosive and catatonic. Yeah. Heads will literally, <laughs> yeah. Heads will literally roll in the streets of the Hamptons. Yeah. If it's Leah versus Bethany. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see how they could even be in the same room together. I know. Even though like 
Didn't Bethany suggest Leah for the show? Yeah, but I think that was her wearing her producer hat, you know? Which, not a very good producer hat. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, jury's out on Leah, but... Yeah, sure. Who knows? Um, yeah, I mean, this is like a time for change. Let's see what comes of this. I think it's also like good timing, too, because we're far out from a picking up the cameras for the next season. I know, but think about it. Bethany, Dorinda... B.D., Brendan Davis. <laughs> Think about it, yeah. They can go on below deck? No, let's not, let's not wander into that territory. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have other Housewives filming stuff to discuss. There's a lot of exciting filming started, and we're not going to... Here's what we're not going to do. Mm. Because of the Come Through Queen curse, we're not going to pre-stand anything that's happening. Oh, no. Never stand... Gentle, gently at most. Um, I think and especially we'll, never pre-stand. Yeah, don't pre-stand. Um, but I think we can stand the fact that Ranj, which resumed filming uh, for the next season this week, is breaking a record in terms of going four seasons with the main cast undisturbed, unchanged. Well, allegedly. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. At most, we're getting a new friend... Through possibly Dolores. Mm-hmm. What, what's your vibe? What's your take? Could this new person be holding a tomato? No, I think it's like a friend situation. Uh, do we know this definitively or are you just reading tweets? Uh, you know, I'm reading tweets, but like I think reading tweets is enough. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, I, I'll believe you until I prove you wrong down the line. Um, I'm excited about this. I think the cast is perfect. Yeah. I mean... We need some, like, switcheroo going on. Like, we need Teresa and Jackie to at least fake a friendship for a little bit. Mm. What if they um, went because, golfing this week? What if they went golfing? Yeah. I mean, the the only thing that worries me is that at the end of the season, there were clearly two competing camps or yeah. sides. Yeah. And I don't necessarily love when it falls to that. I don't love, like the blondes versus the brunettes. I don't love the talls versus the smalls. It works for a little bit. It doesn't work for a long time. Yeah. So they need to switch it up. Yeah. And the word on the street is that Joey Gorga had an event and the other men were involved with the exception of Bill Aiden. Of who? Oh, Bill Aiden. (gasps) Interesting. Um, We also need to get them to spend a lot of time down the shore. This year? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. We had fun down the shore last year. We had fun. We're going to have fun down the shore this year, but I don't want to like get stuck in a rut in terms of like always doing the same thing. Like I, mm-hmm. I do want to like wake up on Christmas morning again. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Um, maybe they do Christmas in July to ease us into it this year. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, I would like to see them go on a nice trip this year. And I think with things opening up with COVID mm. By the end of the summer, I think we'll be able to go somewhere nice. Yeah, I do feel like these shows filming now have a shot at not being so, like, dreary with, like, the cloud of COVID on, over us so much. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Um, but there's not a cloud in the sky down in Miami. <laughs> okay, yes. There's not a cloud in the sky down in Miami. And the rumor on the streets, and the rumor's kind of improved by some social media posts of people together. Yeah. The Real Housewives of Miami reboot has started filming officially. Um, and a part of the cast are 
Adriana, Larsa, Alexia, and Lisa returning. And apparently there's five other women in the mix that they're like testing on various like levels. Sure. And I think that makes a lot of sense for this situation. Cause I think you can like test a lot of people when you are starting fresh. And this is almost like a Salt Lake City situation where like mm-hmm. we're not continuing from another season. Right, but we'll have some but we'll have some familiar faces to like look back on. Yeah, well we'll have familiar faces, but it's not like, oh, uh like whatever Alexia or Adriana's plots were on their last season is not mm-hmm. relevant to what is going on right now. I'm almost excited for the fact that we're gonna be like it's been seven years or yeah. whatever, and like like I can already see like Alexia like narrating that it's mm-hmm. been seven years and like so much has changed in our lives and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. We lost mama Elsa. I think we do need Marisol in there as a friend of. Yeah. Or just at the very least a one episode cameo. Yeah. But we need the flashbacks of mama Elsa. Sure. Which I guess could come through other people, but it makes most sense to come through Marisol. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited. If you haven't seen real houses of Miami, if you're like new to housewives, I think it's all in Peacock now. So mm-hmm. Go check it out. Seasons two and three are high art. Yeah. I feel like you could you could probably jump in with season two, and I'm sure there's probably like a little recap catch you up at the very beginning of season two. Yeah, the only reason I would say like watch season one is because we are going to be back with Larsa. So it's like interesting to see how far she has come since then. Though she's a public figure already, so it's like you might already know about her. You might have mm-hmm. seen her on Selling Sunset. Keeping up. Keeping up. Yeah. I, so I haven't watched keeping up in a while. I've been kind of watching this final season. Mm-hmm. It's gotten so slow. Yeah. And so boring in a way that's like, <laughs> I cannot believe. Well, I think they're going to pick it up a little bit with Andy Cohen next week, maybe, or the week they after. They just released the trailer yeah. for the reunion, which lo- actually looks really good, and I'm really excited to watch. Yeah. But it's like, I swear, every episode, someone's like, Chris's Palm Springs house has really become this family's refuge. And it's like, I know. You told me about that last week. Please. And they got this house in Malibu um, mm-hmm. for no reason, because okay. they all live on, like, these huge estates, but they need this other huge estate because it's COVID. It's like, I was living in a three bedroom apartment with no outside air, without (laughs) no outside space in a six floor walk up in hell's kitchen during COVID. I don't want to like, see you having to go to Malibu when you've got a fucking huge house in Calabasas. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's Miami. We're going to keep our eyes on that. And, you read some Reddit rumors on Salt Lake City. So I love I love Reddit. I never post in Reddit, but I love mm. reading through the threads. Okay. And one thread, there, someone posted a rumor, unsubstantiated. It's like a Twitter rumor, or a whatever. fan fiction. But it's a good idea if it's uh, if it's not actually true. Rumor is the producers of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City are planning on filming season three as season two is airing so they don't miss any of the Jen Shaw, like, legal drama. Yeah. I mean, Jen Shaw could be, like, behind bars before we get a chance for season three. 
I know. So I think this is a good idea, but it does have its risks because mm. we did this in New Jersey. Yes. Um, between seasons or season four started filming while season three was airing. Yep. And the season three reunion, Jacqueline Lorita didn't show up because one of the biggest fights of the season four happened the night before season three's reunion was filming, which yeah. is wild. Yeah. It's like, don't y'all need to get to sleep before the reunion? That would never happen now. That yeah. kind of situation. Well, I mean, I think, I think it was, I think they learned from that in terms of like, okay, even though we want to like milk the cow while like we have her, like mm-hmm. you can't, it, how do you, how do you like film and watch the episodes? And now you're getting angry about something that's like, on an episode of television. So then how are you going to like make a new episode of television? That's just reacting to what you just watched. Right. Exactly. So I, I think it's a good idea for this special circumstance with Jen Shaw. Cause we need just to get as much footage in and like see what happens. Um, if I remember correctly, they were saying, was it Salt Lake City's coming back in the fall? That would make sense. Cause they've been filming. So, I mean, they could, and I think filming wrapped like a little while ago too. Like at oh, it's least already a, over. Yeah, like at least a month ago. Interesting. There was a wrap party, so I think they could even like film this next season. Like it could be wrapping just as season two is about to start airing. Oh, that's weirder, but it makes sense. So we're not getting the weird TV situation. Yeah, but then it's like season two reunion. We're talking about things that happened so long ago. Yeah, I don't know. How are they going to jump? This is like this is like your problem with Winter House filming yes. and then Summer House starting to shoot eventually. Unless they film a reunion for season two before picking up cameras for season three. Right. I'm like I'm that like math woman yes <laughs> gif right now <laughs> and i'm and i'm like charlie day in always sunny in philadelphia with like the board behind him can you believe that how long that show's been on i know like 20 years or something <laughs> i remember being in college and like some guy i was like hooking up with we were watching that it was like netflix and chill situation before <laughs> netflix and we were watching it was fx that. and chill <laughs> yeah it was like fx and chill it was like dvds and chill and i remember Giving him some weird excuse of why I couldn't have sex with him that night. Oh, Anyways, wow. I digress. Oh I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, I think that's good for our rumor roundup, except for the fact that, like, Twitter has been a buzz, totally unsubstantiated, about, like, a Dubrow Tamra comeback on OC. I know. I These are the tweets that just, like, pop up and, like, make people start to believe stuff. <laughs> and, like, you know. It's, like, it's funny hearing you bring up Heather DeBro on this podcast because I'm a part of her world. I know. So what can you tell us <laughs> as a member of the world? As a member of her world, she hasn't talked about that yet on the podcast, which is released twice a week, but on Thursday and Friday. Twice and so- a week! <laughs> and, but on Thursday and Friday. So it's two days in a row, which is weird. So, like, she can't be talking about what she did on like Thursday. How- well, sometimes she's like, did I tell you all about this? And she's one of those podcasts where she can just talk about herself okay, okay. and her rich life. And it's like fascinating to me. Yeah. No, but I think she's savvy enough to not talk about this until she's allowed to talk about it. I know. It's so fun to think about though. Cause it's like, are we going to be in a world where <laughs> Debro's world? <laughs> are we going to be in Debro's world where it's like Heather Debro, then Gina, 
whose entire house with like however many kids she has can fit probably into Heather's living room if we're being honest. In the Portica share. In the Portica share. <laughs> which like if you have not watched the Heather Debro house tour, please pause this and go watch the entire No, thing. stop. My favorite is the laundry slash gift wrapping room. Mm. Okay. Okay. Wow. I could talk about her for hours. I could do a podcast about yes. Heather and her podcast. You should do like a recap, a recap podcast, <laughs> <laughs> like that recapping means... the two weekly episodes in, into one episode. I think she would like get a restraining order against me. <laughs> no, no, she loves her fans. Okay, let's get to our programs this week. Once again, two two shows, but let, let's a chat. lot going on. A lot going on. Uh, New York, we're picking up, I think, in the perfect spot in terms of, like, where our conversation left off about New York, where mm-hmm. you were saying, like, come on, like, somebody get up and, like, chase after Ebony. Right. Exactly. And that did occur. And they did, but they didn't chase her all the way home. They only chased her to the gate. Uh, Yeah, but I thought, like, Heather and Sonia had, like, a good conversation with her at the gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Heather was okay until she got bad this episode. Oh, yeah. I mean, this, what, like, we have ridden the Ramona coaster a few times. This was, like, the Heather coaster. It really was. Um, so, they're at the gate, like, trying to make sure she's okay before she gets in her Uber. And, like, that's a nice conversation. Then they go inside, and the nude guy is still there. Oh, yeah. He's ready. See... <laughs> He wants to be on multiple episodes of this program. <laughs> I think he wants an apple. Yeah, The way he was, like, responding to Heather explaining to Lou why what why Lou's behavior was wrong, he was, like, active listening. He yes. was nodding. He was engaging. He suddenly got glasses and a blazer, which I thought was an interesting look. Oh, I thought he, like, started with glasses when we met him. Or maybe I'm, Oh, like, maybe he did, that. but yeah. he, like, put them back on yeah. after the nude. Uh, I was keeping my eyes on him because, like, you know, there was parts where he's, like, act, like nodding and, yeah, like, making sounds with Heather. And then there were parts where, like, Lou was saying stupid shit where he was, like, nodding and agreeing with her as well. I think he was just nodding along with everyone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is like the journey on the Heather coaster where I was like, oh, like, I'm glad she's here because otherwise Lou would not would not have been talking about this. Right. Like, Sonia was doing a pretty good job in the moment with Ebony, but I don't think Sonia would have gone out of her way to, like, kind of explain exactly what was going on. So, I agree with you at that point. Yes. I was like okay, we're getting somewhere Yeah, with, with Heather. And it was interesting seeing um, Victoria chime in on the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, she was clearly embarrassed about her mom, I think, in this moment. Right, for sure. Yeah. And Victoria, then, Victoria. And then, like, Ramona's just, like, on a completely different planet. Ramona's happy she's not the target, which someone brings up later in the episode. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, but for the grace of God, <laughs> goes <I know>. Lou. <laughs> Lou gets, when Lou gets stubborn in this way, yeah, it's like, like a demon comes from like her guts. It's like vicious. And like takes over her like body in a way yeah. that like you, it only happens every once in a while. Yeah, very. It's like not a common. It's not like a every other episode thing. It's like a once every other season, maybe. Yeah, but like this was 
bad. And she's like not even, she's not even trying to understand where Ebony's coming from at this point. She's just, she only cares about herself. Yeah. Which is interesting. Cause like how, how she's acting. It's like funny that the, the conversation is about her calling Ebony angry. Cause like, she is just like seething. I know. Yeah. I want Lisa Renna to like sit at that table and say, Oh, Ooh. you're angry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but between the gate and the kitchen table, like what a surprise from Sonia. I know. I think, I think that was like kind of the headline from yes. the episode for a lot of people. It's like, everyone is surprised that Sonia's like pretty good at this because we view Sonia as like living in her like own world in that weird mansion or like on a cleanse somewhere, not really like understanding or like talking to people in that way. Yeah. But, I mean, it like, it, it was almost surprising by how like, consistent through this episode she was managing to like say the right thing because like Mm -hmm. usually it's like oh a broken clock is right twice in a day you know but like right 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 which could have been the case but like she seemed to like be navigating this pretty well yeah and it's also kind of surprising given like two episodes ago where she was as far as like when they went to the winery and like oh my god her behavior at that dinner and like all the like yelling and freaking out well two episodes ago i was like oh man like do we need sonia anymore and then this week is like yes we need yes, sonia <laughs> we need we need her uh okay so we go back home and it's it's crazy like how much we're getting and i've and i've seen people like complaining about this but like i'm i'm good with it in terms of how much we're getting in one episode over the course of like this long weekend trip. Mm-hmm. Like, do you not like it or do you like it? I like it. People are complaining. I'm sorry. People just like love to run their mouths. Like it's like people are saying Roni's over. And I'm like, I'm actually like, I think that it's interesting. They're yeah. having interesting conversations. Interesting things are happening. I know it's like, it's kind of like, it's awful the way ebony's being treated and like what goes down in this episode but i think roni's just as interesting as beverly hills right now i don't know yeah i mean you know i understand the idea of like i i'm watching this as like a white person so like Mm -hmm. uh you know i i find it interesting the conversations that are going on but i could see how watching this like as a black person or a person of color, I'd be like, "Ugh, like I can't even, I don't even want right. to like engage in this. Right. Right. You know? Right. Right. Um, yeah. But I do think like, I wonder what kind of effect this going on in Roni and stuff going on in other cities, what kind of effect that could have on the very broad o- Bravo audience. Mm-hmm. Like, is it possible it could have a positive effect for some people? Or do we think that's just not possible? I have seen, so I do a lot of trolling online and Mm. like looking online about various things and like on Reddit and like Facebook groups. I have seen a couple people be like, actually, like this conversation on this episode opened my eyes to like something I didn't realize. Um, But then I've also seen like, 
like the typical yeah. eye rolly Bravo audience that like I've talked about, like attends and actually buys tickets yeah. to like BravoCon, being like, I don't want to see this mm. on my screen. I like go, I watch these shows for escapism, mm. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. 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 And it's like the reality of the conversation though is like this past year, these are the conversations people have been having. Yeah. If you're gonna hire women of color on these shows and them being like the first woman of color on these shows yeah i think you're going to start having different kinds of conversations than uh you're used to seeing on new york or beverly hills and i don't think that's a bad thing i think it's a good thing yeah i well i mean that kind of comes up when ramona's like putzing around her room being like oh like you know i thought like how would this be i think she's talking to sonia like how would this be if like i was the one white woman in a room like with black women, how would that feel for me? And like, I'm thinking about that for Ebony now. And then Ramona's like, and now I'm Googling. Like she, she's like Googling every episode. (laughs) Um, So like, we know Ramona's not a great person. So it's interesting watching her navigate this. Yeah, for sure. And like, she's, she's like weirdly attempting to be on her best behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I know something from the episode description for next week. I think stuff starts to bubble up between her and Ebony and I'm interested to see in like what that would be. Sure. Um, okay. And then when we're back at the house, I, th- I thought this is where I was still on like feeling the the Heather moment in terms of Heather pushing Luann that she needs to like have a conversation with Ebony and she needs to apologize and she needs to not like, like expect or demand an apology back. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. So there was a clip that was released of Heather before the show, before the episode aired. Mm -hmm. And it was like her going into the room with Ebony and Leah and Mm -hmm. like talking to them and checking in with them. And they showed only the good parts of that conversation Mm -hmm. for the clips, the clip that was released ahead of the show. And then um we saw in the episode that's where heather starts being like well i know black people and like puffy and like etc etc and ebony makes the point like like heather's over familiar over familiarizing herself yes that was the wording yes i was this but did that take place after i think that took place after the sit down no oh did it okay okay it was before okay yeah. Oh, I'm thinking about the other thing that took place after the sit down. Well, yeah, the, like the first thing happened. That's why Heather's bag ended up being in okay, yes, either yes. Ebony or Leah's room. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay. So then we get to the sit down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it didn't turn out how I think anyone really hoped it would exactly. But at the same right. time, I don't think it went off the rails and was like a disaster too. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Like I think Lou gave something, but then kind of ruined it by like wanting. She, well, something. she was yeah. She wanted like the thing about apologies is you don't give an apology expecting something. Sure. Yeah. And that's the thing these women on these shows never learn. Yeah. And Lou expects an apology from Ebony. And it's like, for what? Yeah. Like, literally for what? Yeah. And 
I mean, after such a tumultuous day, like mm-hmm. the way that Ebony controlled the room and the conversation was just like amazing to watch mm-hmm. and very impressive. And this is where like things take a turn with uh, Heather a little bit in terms of her jumping in a lot. Yeah. And Leah's getting like pissed over and over again. Yeah. At Heather and like how she's jumping in. Yeah. Heather thinks that she's the only one who can explain this to anyone. Mm-hmm. She thinks she, I mean, like, like she accused Bethany of actually mm-hmm. Heather thinks she knows it all. Yeah. Well, that's what like Leah was saying later, how she's the authority on this and the authority on that and the authority on mm-hmm. that. So I thought that was funny. Later. Heather goes to go get her bag and smiling ear to ear <laughs> said, oh my God, you're so articulate to Ebony. It's like, I mean, like Leah said, it's like, that's like one of the like first things we know not to say. Well, I feel like that whole, you really had to like have your head in the sand a little bit to have missed that conversation during like the Obama era. Right. Yeah. Because that's where I feel like that came into like a very broad conversation in the United States. I mean, wasn't there, like, a famous clip of Biden saying that about him or, like, someone? (laughs) Well, probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, like, the idea being that, like, you're saying that makes it sound like your expectation is that, like, I can't string a sentence together. Right. It's like you're surprised. Yeah. It's, it's like, Heather, what are you doing? And, And, like... You're so articulate is not really something people just say to other people in general. No one says that to white people. Yeah. At all. Yeah. So that that was pretty bad. And it's been shocking to see like it's it'd be so easy for like Heather to like say a peep about like you know, I watched that and I'm so embarrassed that I said mm-hmm. that. And like, I, and I know better and I know like the implications and insinuations mm-hmm. of such a thing. And she hasn't said anything. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's bad. It's just like, it's bad all around and like, bye Heather. Yeah. She stops filming after this weekend, so. Yeah. But, I mean, then I do hop back on her team later when we're fishing. Okay, but we're not team anyone. Let's remind ourselves I know, of that. I'm not on a team. I'm not on a team. But, like, in just the conversation. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're fishing. And, like, I, I love Sonya just feeling herself with the fisherman. <laughs> I mean... Sonia likes to fish, and I I love that for her. Yeah, thinking she caught something, and it being the bait on the hook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we sit down after Leah and Lou were hula hooping, and the rest of the gals were fishing. We sit down for a little meal. Wait, one thing I don't want to skip over before yeah. we get to all that. There were two moments where Ebony pulled Sonia aside mm, in like a okay. really 
simple, nice way. Yeah. And basically was like, I think you're awesome. I think you're like an incredible girl. You're totally amazing. And I think you don't get your due in this mm-hmm. group. And then yeah. it showed like all of the times yes. that like these women have been like talked down to Sonia. And then Ebony decides she wants to um, uh, bring Sonia to her friend who's a matchmaker who apparently is famous from like the challenge fame. From Real World Brooklyn, one of my favorite seasons. Real World. My old boss was on that on that series. Yeah, yeah. She was their boss at the LGBT Center. Yep, yep. So Devin, um, Devin's a legend. And I th- and uh, spoiler alert, we are going to see her on camera because like in the, the tease, like for the description for one of the future episodes, like it's like Ebony brings Sonia to her matchmaker friend. Yeah. In Philadelphia, which is Sonia's second home second because home. <laughs> Quincy Adams went to college there and I think still lives there. Uh, yeah. I feel like she, she's reporting from there. Yeah. Um, so I just thought that was a nice like little touch amid the chaos of this uh, episode. Yes, yes. Okay. So we get the little meal on the beach Mm-hmm. And the conversation turns to voting and the election like around the corner. So it's really fun that both in Beverly Hills and New York, we're kind of syncing up as far as timing. Yeah. And the election is around the corner on both, though election day was in this episode of Beverly Hills. And will be in the next one for uh, New York. New York. I can't believe we're getting another election night party. I know, oh but, but like we know – how this election night was just kind of like a shrug emoji. <laughs> I know. Um, but so like, I feel like Leah talking about like the 2016 election in interviews did not go over well. Mm-hmm. And then now here we are once again with 2020, like at our door. Right. And her talking points are just like, not fantastic. Mm hmm. And like, you know, something I like, you know, my cartwheel to the polls um, uh, campaign in terms of like, like, yeah, you can't forget about the Supreme Court as much as you don't like, like either candidate. Like, I know the Supreme Court is such a thing that like, like the ramifications of who is the president then for a period of time is something we live with well outside of the four years, mm-hmm. no matter how much you like or don't like that person. Mm-hmm. So cartwheel. You no, know, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like I, I agree with you here. I think like Leah was being very stubborn in her thoughts and like, yeah, obviously like no politicians perfect, but it's like you wanted potentially like four more years of Trump and like a whole Supreme court of, full of like, conservative freakazoids yeah we'll like, have come we'll on. have an, a nine zero <laughs> majority it's like, it's like come on so i think she was being really stubborn here and she was being like kind of childish like i don't even want to talk about it and like yeah. i'm gonna like stomp my feet about it and like you're being a karen about this and it's like actually not yeah <laughs> i mean i think like like Leah, like if this is just not your thing and you're not into it or you're frustrated by it, I would just be like, you know, I can't even like, I don't even want to talk about the election. You know? Or be like, be like, I'm going to vote, but like, I don't like, 
yeah want to talk about it because i'm like stressed out about it or like yeah. whatever yeah i think i think um ebony's time at fox news came into play here and as far as like being able to deal with leah you know mm. okay and like like being able to like take in the news that she's not voting and like not like freak the fuck out like uh dorit mm-hmm. um but couldn't be either of us i don't think i mean ultimately the like the truth of the matter is then like i'm just so pragmatic in terms of like okay leah like you're a resident of new york i actually don't give a shit if you don't vote because like it's, oh sure it's not really going to change <laughs> like the new york electoral college so though <laughs> local elections matter of course of course but like very few people pay attention to local elections that then care oh and so then who's ebony's hosting the election party yeah, next week. Which conveniently, once again, like, Ramona's like, I'm good. <laughs> right. Didn't she not go to Carol's election party? Yeah, because she probably had, like, a Trump election exactly. party. Exactly. Do you remember Do you remember the Trump-supporting lesbian who was at Carol's election party? Yes, yes. <laughs> that clip came up recently somewhere, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I wonder where she is. But also remember how Ramona was partying with... Donald Trump Jr. like over the summer before this was filmed. Yeah, of course. And she's like BFF with Kimberly Gill. Oh my god. <laughs> she's like reporting live from Mar-a-Lago, probably right now. <laughs> Chances are, like at any given day, she's Ramona's Mar- at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. And Lou too. I remember Lou early in the Trump administration was posting Snapchats from the bathroom at Mar-a-Lago. Sure. Yeah. Jill Zarin was down there. Jill Z- well, Jill Zarin went to the inauguration oh, yeah. as a friend of the family. Friend of the family, yes. She's friends with, uh, what's her name? Whew. Marla Maples. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Um, so we head back to the house. And we have a conversation that's not caught on film A between Heather and Ebony about what transpired on the beach. Right. Where were the camera people? I know, like... They were busy filming Sonia, like, miming. <laughs> Where was, like, Sutton with a camera phone or something? Yeah. Um, but we're all getting ready for our talent show. I still really don't, like, understand what's going on. I do recall, remember, like, when these pictures dropped of them, like, all dressed up in, uh, at Long Island? Like, of course, I'm always stalking the filming of Roni. Yeah. But, like, w- were they doing this to an audience-less crowd like how exactly i'm curious to see like how this goes down i'm pretty sure someone was dming me saying he was there yes that sounds familiar yeah i need to find those dms like (laughs) tomorrow or something you need to slide into your own dms (laughs) (laughs) it's it was a long pandemic so like that was so long ago yeah someone was dming me being like i was there i have photos heather Holla's here yeah yeah that's how we were knew heather Holla was like she's in the limo yeah yeah so ebony tells leah what heather said to her on the one-on-one conversation yeah and then like leah freaks the fuck out and there's no way she's even gonna like approach this conversation nicely with heather because she hates heather's guts for whatever reason so it just ends up in like this like big screaming match and usually heather's pretty good at these kind of like she's usually pretty quick and good during these kind of situations but leah isn't trying to like be any sort of logical or like come down to earth at all yeah so it just ends up in like 
screamy McDreamy, you know? I mean, you could like see Heather's like mind leave her body when they're in the limo. Oh yeah. And she's like, she just, I'm out of here. <laughs> like when she gets something thrown at her, I think is when she's like, Oh, not yeah. for me anymore. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. What a wild ride. It's funny. One more thing about that though. is like, Leo is dressed in a Carrie costume. Yeah. And I feel like during the previews, like during the trailer of the season, I did not notice that she was in a Carrie costume when they had like the moment where she calls Heather a Karen. Oh, I, I realize it. Oh. Yeah. Maybe I just have really bad eyesight. Yeah. When was the last time you had your uh, eyes checked? I need to go soon, actually. Yeah, yeah. But my glasses are pretty good. Yeah. No, I was surprised to learn that like my prescription had not changed since 2017 was the last time I went. That's interesting because I feel like they try to like make it a little worse every time. Oh, um, well, like I famously walk in saying like, I am here for a prescription. I'm not buying the glasses. Like I'm not here to buy glasses. Oh. Yeah. So then like they're not like it, it makes no difference to them. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, wow. Roni, what a trip. Let's head over to Beverly Hills, Lake Tahoe, baby. We did 26 minutes on Roni, by the way. Let's get to Beverly Hills. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like 26 minutes well spent. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, Beverly Hills, like, honestly, another like gem of an episode especially because we were left with the tease of like wait sutton walked in on her naked (laughs) and we're and like the episode starts and like we're just waking up we're just waking up we're not picking up with that Mm -hmm. scene so we're like what happened what are we doing right exactly so that was like like had me on the edge of my seat the whole episode everyone kind of coming together in the morning they're all so uncomfortable around each other in a way. Like, I don't know, like waking up in the morning, thinking so many things, thinking so many things like normal humans are like a little more natural. You grab your coffee, like you sit down, you're like more chill. They just all seem so awkward in the morning together. Yeah. I mean, despite the chaos in Roni, like I don't feel the uncomfortable energy in the air Mm -hmm. that I do quite feel here in Beverly Hills. Right. For sure. Um, We're kind of like all, moving about the house and going off in different directions in the morning. Which I appreciate. So like Kyle's going to go put her feet in the hot tub with Erica or something. <laughs> Rinna's going to go do yoga. Yeah. Um, and then we get Crystal and Garcelle going over to like some coffee shop. Yeah. I mean, that's like the main event to me. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like the two of them seem just like really natural together. Yeah. Despite not really having scenes together at this point. Yeah, exactly. And, like, the conversation just, like, kind of, like, flows really naturally. And it's, like, an interesting conversation. Well, they they seem to be two normal people. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They're not, like, part of the Fox Force 5 or whatever. (laughs) Or such. Which, by the way, I listened to Dorit and Dorit on Teddy's. Oh, yes, yes. Teddy with the T's. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Podcast or whatever. It's, the audio is so bad. Wow. We're putting them to shame, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, 
it was interesting, like watching Crystal kind of fill Garcelle in on that conversation that took place on the first night. Yeah, I was like curious about that because there's been a full day in between. Yeah, and they're all all these women are staying in the same house together, so it's like weird that like not everyone's filled in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of like doing bottoms up. Like not everyone's always filled in. Not everyone's filmed in. Yeah. Filled in. Wow. Yeah. Um, but like, it seems like Garcelle has built enough of a relationship with Sutton at this point to not just be like, oh, fuck, like, fuck her, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, like, they were definitely hanging out in between seasons. Yeah. I think they're, like, they're each of each other's closest. Like, mm-hmm. Sutton would consider Garcelle her closest friend on the show and Garcelle vice versa, probably. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, very much Erica and Dorit are like fading into the background this whole trip. Mm-hmm. Except Dorit, for, it's like, is she even there? Well, Dorit, like we're playing bocce ball and she's competitive. Okay. I liked that little, I like that little montage because I didn't realize how competitive she was. Yeah. It makes me like appreciate a different side of Dorit. Yeah, and you're, like, super competitive, so... Exactly. That's why you stand... Even though, like, you're not really good at some of the games, you're Ooh. still competitive. Well, I, well like, <laughs> I think that is actually a good thing. Because it's, like... Like, you, if you're only competitive at what you're good at, that's a little bit obnoxious. Because it's, like, give it, give it, give it your all for everything, you know? I know. Um, like, Jamie and I play all these uh, games on the phone... And I'm not good at the basketball one, but I, <laughs> but I still like to play it. Okay, that's good. That's a good thing. And I'm still competitive at it. Okay, because I can win every once in a while. Yeah, sometimes like a broken clock is is right twice, as they say. We just <laughs> discovered the pool one. The pool one's so fun. Wow. Um, but then with Erica, it's like there's nothing going on, but yet everything is going on. It's like all eyes are on Erica because we know what's to come. I know, and they're like they're showing things they would never show about her. Like they would never show just like a simple conversation of Garcelle asking her about Tom. Mm-hmm. But of course they are because everything is to come with Tom. Okay. I, I, why is she even saying any of this with what's to come in four days? She has to keep up appearances, and she's not that close with Garcelle, mm. so. Yeah. I mean, I I kind of have a theory. Oh, what's the theory? This is jumping to the very end of the episode, but I don't care because we're talking about it now. Okay. But we find out, at the end of the episode, we see Fox Force 5 get the text message mm-hmm. from um, Erica. Yeah. We don't know who that, what group that text went to, yeah. but... I might assume it's the whole group of women filming. I don't know. No, no way. But no, but here's my, here's my theory. My, the reason I think it's the entire group of women filming is because I think she might've told Fox horse five off camera Mm -hmm. ahead of time. So they were prepared. And then she told all the other women together. And then the Fox horse five was prepared to do some acting Mm. an acting challenge. I love love an acting challenge um, at the end of this episode. And Garcelle wasn't isn't part of Fox or Five, so she wasn't filmed in. So filled in. So that's why she's asking normal questions about Erica and her husband. 
Wait, you think Fox Force 5 is filled in prior to the trip? That is my conspiracy theory. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> because we're early in the season still. So wouldn't Erica tell her closest allies on the show? Ooh. Potentially. Ahead of filming. Ahead of filming and be like, this is going to come out while we're filming. I want to let, I want you guys to yes. be a part of this. And I'm not going to tell anyone else until when it drops. Okay. But please help me roll this out. I am obsessed with this theory. Thank you. Wow. Because, like, okay, something's up in terms of, like, the cameras were not just conveniently on these women as they're looking at their phone. Exactly. I mean, Dorit doing, like, the reaction (laughs) shot, I was like, come on. At least Kyle Kyle proved her acting chops and why she's going to be in Halloween Kills or whatever. Okay. She was pretty good. Dorit was like, she was like, woo. Wow, man, oh man. Okay, so like, it's like they're improvising with like these other actors who are not in on the joke. Like they're not in on the bottoms up. That's what I, that's my theory. That is my theory. Yeah. Don't sue me, Erica Jane. It's just all alleged. No, no. Th- I don't think we have to put alleged because there's no uh, there's no body, no crime here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. I can't stop thinking about this. Um, I think a quick segue is like not enough Kathy hijinks this episode, I would say. I know, but like every time you like pan to her, <laughs> she- I like to see her. I'm pretty sure at one point she was holding her uh, mic pack yeah, sure. in our hands. Anything goes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she is like, it's funny. I feel like this past week between like last week's episode and this week, like the world cannot stop talking about Kathy Hilton. I know. And we also, this is like the perfect example of you can't fully stand because like, oh. if you watch the Paris documentary or heard what happened in the Paris documentary, yeah. like, Oh yeah. N- not a great, moment for not a great story there yeah but like we can just like what i'm not standing her i'm merely standing hijinks it's like yeah you watch a good comedy (laughs) she's she's an actor amongst many actors here sure um okay so like how many sutton um crystal uncomfortable moments do we have this episode like 25 Any, anytime they interact it's like and the one at the end of the episode i was like haven't we been through enough <laughs> i feel like alex mccord like there's been enough drama <laughs> it's like why oh why are you coming in here right now oh my god okay but even like the morning where like i think Maybe Sutton's just, like, first walking into the room, and she gives, like, Crystal an extra, like, energetic good morning. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the boat. The boat. Well, like, the Fox Force 5, like, between riding the van to and from everywhere together, like, mm-hmm. sitting cheek to cheek on that boat, I like, that, we gotta break up the Fox Force 5. I mean, it is, like, it is, like, Mean Girls starring 
Rachel McAdams we got, as Lisa Rinna. We got Sutton sitting like on a lone chair with like <laughs> Kathy like not sitting cheek to cheek. She's like two over. <laughs> but then Erica does the thing, which like Oh my god. Is like the meanest girl thing. The Adrian it's, like, They start talking about Sutton from across the boat and they're like, I think she's crying. I think she's crying. And then they ask her, she's upset. Yeah. And she's like, no, but then she's wiping tears. And Kathy doesn't notice she's wiping tears. And Kathy's <laughs> like, if, if somebody asked me that, I would start crying. And Sutton like plays it off as if she's not actually crying, yeah, yeah. which is so interesting. <sighs> she just needs to rip, whip out the roller and everything will be okay. The roll. Oh, can. <laughs> oh my. I love God. a prop. Not to bring family stone into this, <laughs> but. Anytime, okay, ever since Crystal called... Save it for the the special in December. (laughs) No. When Crystal called uh, Sutton ridiculous, (laughs) and it reminded me of SJP going, I'm not a completely ridiculous person, Mm -hmm. Everett, or like whatever she said. But then like, Sutton's proving she's a ridiculous person by sitting there rolling her face while trying to have a conversation with Crystal, but she's Sutton's not actually saying anything to Crystal. It's like, What's your point, Sutton? I mean, Sutton just wants Crystal to make Sutton feel okay. Right. She wants to make, she wants Crystal to make her feel comfortable. And yeah. it's like, that's like the, that's white fragility. We're, we're really seeing like a, a reenactment of like the whole Brandy, um, Tiffany Moon scenario. Yeah, for sure. For sure. In, in terms of like, Brandy was on her hind legs, like just being in the same room as Tiffany Moon, and like it's mm-hmm. just all for the same thing again. It's so uncomfortable. Oh, speaking of Tiffany Moon, her and Kathy Hilton were interacting in the comments oh, today. I, <laughs> I, I'll catch me in the comments wherever Kathy Hilton is. It was like <laughs> Tiffany commented on like one of Bravo's posts, and Kathy just responded with. How are you? (laughs) The one from this past week with her logged into Rick Hilton's iPad leaving comments (laughs) was a a touch iconic, I would say. (laughs) Uh, I think with, like... It's much like um, RuPaul's Drag Race Untucked. If you're not reading (laughs) Kathy Hilton's Instagram comments, you're only getting half the story. for sure. For sure. Okay, let's get off the boat. Let's get back to the house. I do love a nice house dinner. Oh, I do too. Uh, like, like even I'm talking not even talking about housewives. I like in real life too. Oh, same. Like when you're on a trip with people, yeah. Like you don't have to go out every night. Yeah, exactly. Like let's luxuriate at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My family when we used to do these big beach trips, which we haven't done in a while because like. A lot of like weddings and other stuff happened. Um, we used to do teams for cooking. Mm. So like three or four people would be on a team each night. Yeah. And then it was a voting thing and there was a trophy that you could win if your team won. And my team won. Wow. Well, you copy the team concept from Provincetown, which you've never joined us for, but we did cooking this was, teams. Then I think well. this was pre P-Town, okay, bitch. Okay. Like, whatever. <laughs> No, Did I, y'all have a trophy? Do y'all have a trophy? There was no trophy, unfortunately. Yeah, don't, so don't come for me. Yeah. 
Um, no, love cooking at home on a trip. Um, Crystal, I thought like the, I thought the call was coming from inside the house, but then seemingly like she was just out and about wandering somewhere. Yeah, she like went somewhere. Speaking of the call, there's another Reddit rumor. <gasps> People were like, "Is the person on the phone actually Teddy Mellencamp?" On the phone with who? <laughs> Crystal. Oh with- my god! <gasps> <gasps> I believe it. It's literally a Reddit rumor, but I think it, I believe it too. I believe it. Because <gasps> she's friends with Teddy. She's friends with Teddy. Teddy like suggested her for the show. So it makes sense for of all the people for Crystal to call, like call the woman that knows all these women. Yeah, like you know this ridiculous person, Sutton. And like no and knows like the circumstances of like filming and like what it's mm-hmm. like. <gasps> Brendan, you are just blowing my mind left and right tonight. Well, that theory is not my own theory, yeah, but yeah. the other one was my theory. The other one was originating from you. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just wait till like the rags pick it up. I can't wait for radar online. Yeah, yeah. To, quote to pick you. it up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so she she's not there at that dinner. Okay, fine. Gives us the opportunity for another great Garcelle taking down Lisa Renna moment. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I could use one of these at least like every other episode. It's so good because Garcelle has a way of saying just a couple things. Yeah. And then letting Lisa walk into the mess. Yes. She cannot help herself. It's like, Garcelle just like made a few choice comments at the right time. And all of a sudden we're hearing about like this like (gasps) story about Harry Hamblin's friend who raped a woman. And Harry decided not to go visit him in prison. And that's somehow the same as Lisa Rinna deciding to go after Denise Richards. Yeah, to not believe Denise man oh man like did did lisa Rena not workshop this scene before like coming to tahoe <laughs> like <laughs> i think it was a surprise for the fox first five she didn't put it in the same thread where erica <laughs> yes. was planning the divorce like she needs to consult jackie goldschneider for some anal- analogy work because like this was not an analogy <laughs> it's like Garcelle said it herself in her little confessional, being like, that's a story you should never tell ever again. Yeah, yeah. Oof, man, oh man. Okay. Um, and then, like, Lisa Renna turns this all into jumping in the pool and then, like, carrying on, wanting everyone mm-hmm. to go in the pool. And then, like, Gar- like a toddler. And then Garcelle, like, turning it back to, like, Le- like you got to know when to stop. And Rena being like, oh, oh. I know. <laughs> and then Dorit and Erica, like, like giving her high fives about that. Wow. That was a fun moment. A fractured fox, fours, five. <laughs> um, yeah. Sutton jumping in. We do the little uh, synchronized swimming. Esther Williams? Uh, uh, sure. Yeah. That was also a reference on RuPaul's Drag Race when Katya did that oh, yeah. one look. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, we're, like, packing it up. Crystal sneaks back into the house like a teenager out after curfew. and It really did feel like that because they're all older than her, too. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, Erica catches her. 
It was like, we caught you in the ring light, honey. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, one other... Uh, we're going to talk about Kyle and Crystal, but I want to just, like, give some kudos to Kyle for being a late night girl every night of the strip. I will. I never give kudos to Kyle, never. but I will yeah. give, I will give it to her for this because I am late night girl yes. on the trip. <laughs> yes, you are. So it's like, I don't, I don't want to go to sleep because I don't want to like miss out on like the, the, the things going on at night I'm... and nothing fun happens in the morning. You're drinking coffee. Mm, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But we get the sit down with Crystal and Kyle. <laughs> like, I, like, even though we did not see that scene, she did such a good job of, like, explaining how it went down that, mm-hmm. it, that it felt so real to me. Yeah. Oh, that's my worst nightmare. Yeah. It, it almost feels like, and, like, our, when we first heard it, it sounded kind of like, you're just like rolling around naked in your room bed. But I thought it was like, she was naked in bed. Yeah. But instead it was like, she like might've had a towel and was like startled by something and like dropped it or something. Mm hmm. Wow. It sounded like she had like gotten out of the shower. She was like drying her hair while walking around her room, maybe like naked, which is like fine. Yeah. And, um, Sutton just like burst in after knocking. Sure. But still, and then like lingering, I think is like the yeah the crime here. Well, also being like, oh, like what are you doing down there? Yeah, like I don't want to interrupt like whatever's going on in here yeah, or something yeah, like that, yeah. which is a weird thing to say. Yeah, but I'm sure it's also like coupled with like we're filming a show and like do you have a camera crew behind you like and I'm naked? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's like a added. Thing that's not discussed but like part of the feelings and thought process i'm sure they'll discuss it at the reunion sure uh yeah so then we then have that conversation and confrontation between sutton and crystal the next morning yeah which we kind of already it, touched on but yeah yeah i mean like i kind of get what kyle was saying like it's been like 24 full hours since that happened this didn't come up like maybe it could have been discussed but i also think that's like kyle in i've been on this show for a decade Mm. mode and like i know to bring things up immediately so that we can like figure them out immediately and like move on or whatever yeah but we had like another example of something oh like crystal not having the conversation with garcelle about what happened the first night that happened like two two days later so it's kind of like i don't know also like Crystal's had so many sit down one-on-one conversations with Sutton. I'm sure she didn't want to like have another one with her. It's like so exhausting. If I were Crystal and Sutton walked into my room that morning, I'd be like, really? Just leave me alone. Like leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Beverly Hills. So we already discussed the Erica thing, but the fact that those MFers did not give us a tease for next week, they know they got us. I know. I bet you there's a tease on tonight's Watch Robins Live, which we mm. haven't watched yet because we're recording. Yeah, we're recording. We're recording live instead. <laughs> um, okay, let's get to our Freak of the Week and One True Queen. Okay. I'm like the brainchild between <laughs> both of these this week. So. Yeah, so you just go and I'll comment. <laughs> okay. The Freak is, uh, in a very loving way, 
<laughs> Sonia Morgan. I mean, her her um, social media strategy recently has just been very chaotic. We need to get like the interns back in the townhouse, give mm-hmm. one of them the passwords, because like Sonia will like quote tweet something, have a message about that quote tweet, and then do a few hashtags, and then tag a bunch of accounts. And in this one, uh, she says, thanks for always believing in me. Hashtag Roni, hashtag BravoTV.com. Tags come through Queen along with the likes of um, Chardonnay Gay, WWE, <laughs> Hustler, mm-hmm. Deadline, Pop Crave, who's, I believe, the first uh, media outlet to call the election, mm-hmm. um, Nina West, mm-hmm. Cameron Westcott, mm-hmm. and us. So It's just such a wide variety of things because, like, <laughs> Deadline is, like, a really well-respected entertainment journalism site. Yeah. Hustler is everyone knows Hustler. Yes. Um, the WWE. Yes. <laughs> Cameron Westcott, noted racist. Yes. Nina West, RuPaul's Drag Race queen. But also like under under fire for like her association with Nickelodeon right now. Nickelodeon, why? Because she did like Nickelodeon Pride Month. I'm surprised this is not on your radar. Nickelodeon Pride Month. No, I know about that, but like under fire from like conservatives. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I was like. Under fire from like us, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then um, come through queen. Yeah. What a group! Yeah, what a group. Um, but so it's just like it's just an honor to be included. <laughs> this isn't the first time we've been tagged by her, but it's not like it's not like she's tagging us in every single thing. No, thing. no, 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 no. I mean, she definitely spreads the wealth. I would say. And she just does it in weird groups. They need to like really figure out that spreadsheet and like group the right things together. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, and our queen this week, at, just as we were going live, one Candace Stillard tweeted, Oh, you guys, my album is done. It's been turned in and release dates are impending. I can't wait to give you all the deets. A few emojis, which I wonder, like, are they Taylor Swift clues? We got... Mu- music, moon, Saturn, spaceship. alien spaceship, alien, microphone, drums, violin, and what's that last it one? It looks like an urn, maybe? Oh, maybe she's dying at the no, end of the no, season. No, no, no. Um, coincidentally, Candace Alert, I See You came up on Daily uh, Daily Mix today as I was driving home. Did not skip. I think it was a sign. I'm ready for the album. I- oh, is this your Daily Mix where it's like all the R&B stars and you think that like she fits in because she's an R&B star? I mean, Mariah Carey was <laughs> the face of this Daily Mix today. So this is a place for legends, I would say. Okay, sure. Wow. Um, what an episode. You know, I kind of love having only two to talk about because I feel like we really get to, like, stretch our wings and dive in. We can go long, but it's also, like, there's just so much in these episodes to talk about. Yeah, yeah. In a way, like, OC this season, there was nothing. Mm, yeah, yeah. We, we would spend, like, like, six minutes on OC. <laughs> Yeah, Atlanta, like, there was some strong episodes this season, but there was a lot of nothing. Yeah, yeah. These two seasons just happen to be really strong, and it also is just, like, there's really interesting conversations that pertain to, like, the rest of the world Mm -hmm. in a way that we haven't seen on Housewives really a lot until now. Yeah. And I think that's interesting. Yeah, for sure. Uh, And we got Potomac right around the corner, so... Uh, beep, beep. Until then, check out comethroughqueen.com for all things Come Through Queen, links to social, join the Patreon. Pre show, we're talking about 
all the books Brennan's reading, the Pose. I'm reading. The Pose series finale, local elections. You got it all. Oh, yeah. Listen to what's in Eric Adams' refrigerator. (laughs) You won't believe it. Um, So until next time, like, like, comment, subscribe, hard share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.